What's up, dude? And welcome to the Zero Chance Podcast. Whoa. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. I'm Brady Phelps at Lob Shots. I'm joined, as always, by Rick Romero at RJ Stroh. Yeah, that's me with my eardrums blown out. <laughs> and you yeah. are lucky enough to be listening yeah. to the Zero Chance Podcast. Now, we are lucky enough to have you listen, so welcome. It's a uh, weird timing for you to take a swig of beer right as we do the intro, Rick. Yep, Sorry. slopping around. How those eardrums Licking doing now? Licking my chops a little bit there. Yeah, dude, I, I feel... I, I hate this. It... Uh, Every time we start a podcast over yeah. the last year, calendar yeah. year, it feels like. Eh, maybe not that long. 2019. It's like, man, it's been forever. Yeah. Sure enough, it's been almost a month. It's been almost a month since but we here last we are. podcasted. We're back. We're back. We're ready to chat. We're ready to talk. I feel like you have some like dad jokes in the bank about the... I got it's a been lot a long of dad time, jokes. long time since we've seen you. Well, you, to you, you are about to have a baby. Yeah. So you're going to have to pass off the dad joke book to me so I could study up on it. I've got a lot of them. Yeah. I will I will say that dad jokes are really no different than kid jokes. You know, like, because they're so cheesy and kid jokes are really no different. Like, my kids, like, they find joke books and they can just rattle through. Jo- I mean, you know how, like, whenever someone says, who's got a good joke? You're like, uh I don't really have any jokes, you know, but but you hear jokes all the time. You just don't retain them. Yeah. Kids, at least my kids, man, they retain these jokes, and they just cycle through them, and they're... <laughs> Big fans of Carlin? No. No? No. no. Not those. No. Not those bad words. No, Eddie Murphy back in the day? No. 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 Raw? No. Raw? No. no. See your no. kid wearing the little red jacket? <laughs> the leather jacket, yeah. I did. We recently went camping up in uh, El Capitan, north of Santa Barbara, which is great. Tent camping up there. They also have a glamping site. We did not do that. We did the tent camping. And while we were up there, we started doing all these, like, uh, you know, why is six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine. Why is like, you know, all these, all like the, you know, age old recyclable kid jokes that kids get. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the, the the joke, uh, what did what did zero say to eight? Do you know that one? I don't know that one. Nice belt. Wow. <laughs> wow. So that if, if only the people could see the look on my face. <laughs> those, those two jokes are like the, the worst like number joke kid joke, dad jokes, whatever. But for the rest of that weekend, Rad Dog, my buddy, um, Later on, I was there like, oh, you weren't here for the jokes earlier. And I go, why is six afraid of seven? And he goes, nice belt. <laughs> and I thought it was the funniest damn thing I'd ever heard in my yeah. life. And so from, I mean, really for the last couple months, if there's any joke or any punchline or any answer that someone's looking for a question, I just yell out, nice belt. And it makes no sense. And it's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. 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 Nice belt. Nice belt. It just makes yeah. no sense whatsoever. It's fantastic. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, let's get into some things. Since let's we last podcasted, the Padres are still hovering right around 500. Yeah, two games under right now. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, crazy things have been afoot. We've got the – we swept the Brewers only to immediately get swept by the Pirates. Yeah. On a game – one game, I mean, the Padres had won twice by, like, three runs – and managed to somehow blow that, which this is... This is a very streaky team. Yes. They'll play really good for a series. And then they'll... And then they'll just totally... Lose seven straight, then win six straight. Crap the bed. I'm sure um, someone could look at the stats, and neither of those are true, but something along those lines. Yeah. 
but when when something I, I don't obviously I like to try to find the positive in in life and in general I'm not very pessimistic um, person so you know what I like to focus on is not the fact that you know that pirates swept us but I cannot get over one of the things that I can't stop even though it's been days since it happened I can't stop thinking about Fernando Tatis Jr. tagging up on a pop fly to second base and I don't want to say stealing home he didn't steal it he tagged up but it, it's it's um he essentially stole it and it, I don't it, I can't even wrap my brain around that like and it's funny I keep watching the replay and there's a little bit of hesitancy from the second baseman on on Pittsburgh and I just I have to imagine that going through his head was like like he kind of hesitates like oh I'm just going to fake a yeah. throw like He's no, like nobody's gonna try. Nobody to has take the this. audacity. Yeah. It's a pop up yeah. in the infield. You do. You just simply do not steal bases. And I sent out Twitter. I was like, you can't even do this in video games. And the fact that he was able to pull this off, and he was called out, but he instantaneously threw up his arms like safe, and like you know, put his hand to his ear, like put the headsets on, run it yep. back. I was safe, and he was by like a millisecond, milli inch, and it's just so wild to me. That he was able to pull this stunt off, I just I, I don't know I can't I can't even get enough of it. So, absolutely love um, his fire, his play. I mean, he is. It's just so often that you know prospects come up and we're just totally disappointed. They're just like womp womp womp. Like he has exceeded the expectations that yeah. we, as a very passionate fan base, uh, set for him. Yeah, I mean, he's insane. He yeah. gets on the base path and just. It's a game changer. Yeah, he makes things happen. Um, no, like seriously, you expected growing pains to happen with him this year, uh, but quite you frankly, like we've seen, seen like we've seen from Paddock, right? Yeah, yeah. Paddock has had three straight starts uh-huh. where he's been subpar. He went down. Yeah, probably just to rest a little, but yeah, you know, we he started up crazy hot, and mm-hmm. it was like, wow, this is more than we expected as well. And then he, you know, water finds its level, and he is still, you know, getting. Uh, Getting used to playing in the big leagues, and, yeah. and so he had a couple of rough starts under his belt, and I think he's going to bounce back. But that's the type of thing you expect from a rookie. Mm-hmm. Tatis is just—it's otherworldly what he's doing. It really—it's funny that you said that. I was about to say otherworldly. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's insane. Like he makes the game so exciting. Like every single time he's on the base paths, like you know stuff is going to happen. He's going to get things yeah. done. Like he's it's just not gonna be boring. Yeah. And that's the thing too. Like in the past, we've had some bad teams here in San Diego. Uh I'm not saying this team is bad, but they're two games under five hundred, so they're not exactly uh competing this year. I mean, no, I, mean, I they're, guess they're, they are they're but doing good compared to uh Padre standards of but recent it's, years. But it's which still is ex- exciting to watch every exactly, game. exactly. Because of the Machados, because of the It's like you get you get swept by the Pirates, you get swept by the the Giants, like some of these like really bad teams, but it's still like you want to watch every single game because you don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know if I should even admit this, but you know, there are for years of watching I mean, thank God for over the years, think about it. I mean Mudcat and Vaskersian. Yeah. You know, I used to watch just terrible, terrible baseball just so I could listen to them too. And them too. I don't even know if that's English. To those two banter. And I, I just loved it. I was obsessed with it. And when he left, I mean, I was mortified. 
I, I just like I was so so sad that Matty V took off, and you know, Enberg, a very different kind of enjoyable and pleasurable dish. Jeez, I am having a lot of trouble pronouncing. Pro- it's been I a long time pronouncing my words. <laughs> it's oh been a long gosh. time. It's been almost a month. Yeah, but you words know, are Enberg, words are hard. Words are hard. Enberg, we obviously got at the end of his insanely legendary career, um, but it was a very different type of broadcast. A very, um, you know distinguished and respectable podcast where you know it wasn't a bunch of grab ass um which is what we love from mudcat and then so for don to come in and orsillo's filling you know not only in inberg's shoes uh, as a legend but really going back to fill in maddie v's shoes right of the the type of wit and banter and and really you know the the type of chemistry that that yeah mudcat and maddie v had they, they get each other's jokes absolutely and 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 they feed off of each other yeah. and they it just it's and it's like a it's like a snowball effect right it just keeps getting bigger and they keep getting louder and funnier and as the viewer we i mean it is so fantastic i mean i can't imagine any two people's jobs being more secure in the country than those two now granted that's probably what a solo thought when he was in boston and then poof, gone so i don't know but we are very lucky as a fan base to have them and then to be able to flip over to Jesse and mm-hmm. Teddy. I mean, it's like, yep. it's just, it's so cool to have, um, whether it's TV or radio, you know, voices that you know, that you love and that you appreciate. And, you know, some polarizing. I think Teddy's probably the most polarizing. I don't know anybody who doesn't like Jesse. Um, I think people think, you know, Mud and Don probably don't focus enough on the game and, and have too much fun with each other. But, man, I think it's just a massive blessing that that's the way that they, they function. So, what I was getting to, I'm actually going to get back to this yeah, yeah. longest story in the history Satis, of time. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. I started because yeah. even though I love listening to whether it was Maddie V, whether it was Enberg with Mud, whether it was Maddie V with Mud, whether it was now Orsilla with Mud, when the team is doing terribly, and in you know the past decade, there's a lot of times where I'm like, I wonder if there's any movies on right now, or I wonder if I could catch up on a show, or I wonder if like. You know, I'd rather re-watch Game of Thrones a second time than watch the end of this game that is six to nothing in the second inning, you know? I would turn away. Yeah. And I don't do that. I'm not going to say at all, but this year, it's just been very little of that because you feel like you're missing out. If you turn, mm-hmm. like, what is Machado going to do? What is, like, Machado, I know, uh, you know, at the plate, he's still kind of coming into his own as a Padre, the $300 million expectations that he had, I don't think have been met offensively. Um, defensively, on defensively, the other hand, I think he's been exceeded. He's been amazing on and defense. And that's the thing, is that the, that's the same must-watchness. I kind of feel, though, like he also has brought a lot to the table in regards to the t- team chemistry. The chemistry, the, the, the swagger, I hate using that word, but it is, it's a swagger. And, and him, Tatis, yeah. I mean, Hosmer... Yeah. And I'm not going to throw Will in there. Will's a goofball when it comes to swagger. But, you know, the Paddock for sure, Kirby for sure. I think that there's just like a confidence and an aura that they kind of carry around with them that it's it's like we know what it means to win. We know what it means to be awesome, and we're going to do both those things here. Yeah. And you better get on board because if you're not, hit the road. You yeah. Know? And I love it. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Yeah. No. You ever see that uh, that that gif of the little kids are all lined up in a row and then they're like doing the dab and then they move yes, on to the yes, next yes, one yes, and then yes. once you get to the last yes, kid like yeah, it's like yeah. this little nerdy kid he just does the little hands in the air like I don't know what I'm doing 
That's uh, like Will Myers. That <laughs> is so true. Where he's like, eh, uh, what I do? Eh. More than anything, that reminds me of Ben Higgins, if we're being honest. <laughs> uh, which, uh, by the way, since I think we knew we had the news, but Ben and Woods on 97.3 now, good for them. Yeah. They're going, they're cranking. Yeah. They, I don't think they were officially on the air last time we potted. So yeah. uh, congrats to our friends, Woods and Ben. Did we even talk about the announcement, or like I don't even, I don't even remember what we talked about? Last um, time. Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, we How did. I, it was super cool. Was super on the cool. big yeah. uh, jumbotron during the Padre game. Huh, yeah, cool. I think it was it during or at the end? Was it, it was mid game? Yeah, it was mid game. Yeah. yeah, that was that was really cool. The 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 um the Padres. You know, I know that you know. I think they take a lot of heat sometimes for the way that you know specifically Partello takes a lot of heat, which I don't believe to be merited. I know, shocker. Uh, what am I? I'm a, I'm a shill for the team, so of course. But I do think, like, think about the way that um, all the praise that the team got for the way that they handled the. I mean, obviously that was a cool the announcement of Ben and Woods. That I'm sure that that was all that marketing department. But the way they handled the Logan Allen John Cena thing. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that at all. Yeah, no. Like, how rad was that? That was. I'm amazing. not a wrestling guy. Yeah. You know what I kept thinking? How bummed is Mike Janella? I know, right? But he, like, of course, that, he, you know, I don't know, he probably worships John Cena. Yeah. And yeah, he was hardcore into wrestling. Oh, my gosh. Hardcore. Yeah. And I don't, I mean, I don't know anything about wrestling, really. Wrestling. Wrestle. You yeah. want to wrestle? In current times, I mean, as a kid, you know, even as a kid, I didn't watch. If it was WrestleMania and my friends had it or something, I might go watch it to be like, yeah, I want to see Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior and Macho Man and Randy Rowdy. Roddy Piper, yeah, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Thank you. Yeah. That's what Ronda Rousey is taking on that. She, yeah, she she. But she had until she got pregnant. Oh, yeah. Not isn't she pregnant? Not, I, don't yeah. Yeah. Not, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Rowdy indeed. Yeah, Rowdy. Uh, yeah. So I thought the way they handled that whole thing was amazing. Yeah. Multiple days the, of him being out there. The video, video was amazing. Tons of videos they did. Um. Yeah. So it's funny. Uh, I watched wrestling all the time pretty much up until when john cena came out so like i stopped watching at that point and uh haven't really watched it since so i kind of missed the whole john cena era and um i feel like i still follow wrestling because the rock is a movie star and i know he was a wrestler (laughs) like i feel like i'm still part of the wrestling culture because i love the rock yeah the rock's pretty awesome he is awesome. pretty awesome uh but yeah the way they handled everything super awesome it's super awesome of john cena to like show up to the game and follow through on all that do the videos take the time to do that like i mean it's one thing like to just show up and like pay off the bet and like but you can tell he's an amazing person because they hung out in that restaurant he said he he was leaving they went to say hi for a few minutes and they were there till 4 a.m or something you know they became buddies he exchanged information he made the bet yeah and I, i genuinely felt like I just felt like he was just dripping in authenticity as he yeah. was doing everything. Yeah. Like he wasn't putting on a show about how special it was for him to be allowed to be part of this moment. You know, yeah. like he really felt like well, the thing, Logan like, was the superstar and John Cena was the like f- baseball fan able to come along for the ride. Or yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, so like, he was a huge celebrity back then and, and Logan Allen was a minor league pitcher back then. <laughs> yeah. And uh there's no cameras around or anything, so it's not yeah. like he's doing it for publicity. It's just a little thing that he got together with him and followed up on it. That's I know. it's just it was really cool. It was. It I was got awesome. I got I feel like I 
I got like a lot lot of respect for John Cena. Absolutely. Yeah. I really know nothing about his it's I did see you know how he does that thing where yeah. he waves in front of his face yeah. and then so uh Tantis did that after stealing uh-huh. and then he you know he tweeted out I'm gonna I'm gonna my celebrations are gonna conclude the chop yeah. in the future or something. So, yeah. you know, now, so this this weird celebratory crossover from yeah. wrestling to pro baseball. It's just weird. So let me ask you this. So uh who do you think is the biggest like celebrity Padre fan now? John Cena now? I mean, I, what are your standards, right? You got uh are you going my social media followers? Are you going my like recognizable like I, I fan fan of the team i mean are we gonna do the eddie vetter thing <laughs> he's, he's a cubs <laughs> are we, fan are we gonna do that we he's a cubs that? fan and somehow seattle and san diego are fighting over the vetter cup yeah um but you know you get the blink guys uh you actually get, just tom tom is the only one tom tom's the, the only one yes yeah mark and like has moved on to the dodgers mark hoppus yeah do you think that uh, and Tom's the alien guy, right? So he yeah. believes in aliens and the Padres. Yep. Great. Great. So that's our guy. Um, you obviously have some celebrities in your back pocket or else you wouldn't have brought this up. I can't think of anyone bigger no, than John I Cena. Mean, okay. I can't. Can well, you? I I can't. Oh, you were just shooting well, from the hip. On I was that. just shooting from the hip. Yeah. Okay. I know that it's, it's always been a long-running thing. It's like well, Gaslight Ball of- used to do back in the day when they would see a celebrity wearing Padres gear. Yeah. Uh, like actually on our Insta- Instagram, there was a Alkaline Trio one where Matt Skiba was wearing a Padres jersey. They posted on their thing. I thought you were talking about celebrities like, though, because I've like, never heard of either of them. Who's Alkaline Trio? I've never yeah. heard of them before in my life. Yeah, and you yeah. wasted an Instagram post on them. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. They used to, you know, like Missy, Mystic, Mina. I mean, Lop Shots yeah. used to do that stuff too. I know Jay-Z. that was kind of a, yeah, Jay Z yeah. for sure. Um, I don't know. There were, there were a million of them, I'm sure, but I can't think of any more of them yeah. right now. Okay. Although John Cena did, he's he's in a lot. He, he's done Lakers, Dodgers. He's done old. He's done Brown Padres in the ring before, even before this whole thing. So I don't know if there was that was strictly fashion. That was that was my only complaint about all that that he was wearing the white jersey versus the brown jersey. It was white with brown and yellow though. It was like a '70s era jersey. At the game. Oh, with the game? No, no, no. I meant in the ring. Yeah. He oh, did no, no. Like a little no, no. Thing I was saying at the, the at the game. Oh well, I mean, it he wasn't was wearing a, the white. It wasn't a blue. Friday night. What do you expect? I mean, I he's going to come out and they hand him that stuff. It's called fashion. Look it up, Brady. Look it up. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> One of us has fashion. Um, that's funny. So uh, I want to talk about a few things. Um, one, friend of the pod. And uh, quasi-related to uh, the Ben and Woods now in 97.3, it's Darren Smith is going to be, did you see he posted yeah. it today? I mean, I, I think it's probably a short stint, but what a cool freaking thing. That's huge. He's going to go and cover uh, for the Rich Eisen show. Yeah. Dude, what is going on with my speech? Yeah. I've drank wasted on three that quarters of a hazy peach something rather. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, how rad is that? That Darren is going to go and uh, do a little co or not not co host, take over hosting jobs. That's super awesome, yeah. and I, I'm extremely happy for him. Like, I feel like Darren's been living it up since. Well, I think he had all this stuff planned, but yes, <laughs> you know he's traveling Champions League. Uh, oh, I have friends that are at the Women's World Cup right now. Have cool. you been watching? Have you been watching? 
I, I've been watching games. You realize you're just not. We're on a podcast, and you yeah. just nodded your head at me yeah. and didn't say a word. Yeah. You know how podcasts work. Yeah. You speak into a freaking microphone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you still felt the need just to rattle your head. Yeah, like you're doing right now again. Yeah. <laughs> Son of a. Uh, what do you think so far? I'm of pulling the women? for the United States. Wow, Rick, that's good. Uh, good content there. Good analyzing of the game. Uh, so you haven't actually watched the games, is what you're saying? I've, I've been watching games here and there. Okay, so they had the blowout, and they had some commanding wins, and then yeah. this most recent one against Spain was a little, little tight. Super hairy yeah. PKs. They won two one. Yeah. And uh, Megan Rapino and Alex Morgan after the game were like, "Whoa, this was like a hard, hard fought battle, and yeah. they're only going to get harder as they go to the quarters against who? Come on, I don't know. Damn, Who are they Rick. playing? France, France, France in the quarters in Paris." Get it? They're playing France yeah. in Paris. Yeah. Paris, I don't know if you know this or not, but it's it's, it's in, in France. France. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's amazing. So fun fact. Didn't I yeah. tell you about the time that I saw some dude's wiener and in, in France? He was peeing in front of Napoleon's tomb. I think you did tell me that, and then I proceeded to share, you know, I yeah. peed off the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> did you really? I absolutely did. I don't think you told me that. I haven't told you this no. story? No. I was. Is it just like like just? It's okay. Like anybody could pee wherever no. they want. No. Oh no no. In it was <laughs> <laughs> That's just a thing. All right. Disclaimer. I was eighteen, so you know, I I'd like to think that forty year old me wouldn't yeah. pee off the Eiffel Tower. But wait, wait. What year was that? Because I was actually peed on <laughs> while I was walking underneath the so Eiffel Tower. So at one point in my life, I think I kind of did some math about like you know a certain amount of liquid dropping from a certain height and if that liquid would ever you know what it would actually feel like or hit like would would there be enough you know kind of clumped together even if it like hit someone's arm or something to to actually feel it if you do it from you know that high and i don't remember what i came up with but i think i was trying to justify feeling bad that i actually might have peed on people yeah uh yeah we had a full strategy so the way the eiffel tower works is you you kind of take an elevator i think you can do stairs I've, the whole way but i've been to the eiffel tower okay so you know how you can there's like elevator you go up to the middle level that uh-huh. has like a gift shop and yep. that stuff and then there's an uh elevator that goes up to the very top uh-huh but there's also stairs that go from the very top down to the middle so if you want to walk and the stairs um the at least this portion there's upstairs and downstairs it's not like you're crossing paths with people at least that's the way that it was when i was there mm-hmm. so what we decided was all right, we can't do it from the top, obviously. We'll get arrested immediately. So if we stand at the top right by the stair gate to go down the stairs and just monitor the people going down because it was a down-only staircase, but it was still all open, right? I mean, you've seen the Apple Tower. It's all mm-hmm. opened up. We thought, okay, if I stand here and let's say two minutes go by and no one has gone down, we could then open that door to go down, sprint down like 10 flights of stairs. So being, you know, just like slightly below the top of the Apple Tower, knowing that two minutes has passed since anyone has walked down those stairs. So they would be well past that, you know, say 10 floors down. And nobody would be able to catch us because we're in a dead sprint going down there. So it's not like someone's going to follow us. Two minutes passes. We j- go down. No one goes behind us right away. We sprint down. There's four of us. We line up in a line, and we all just take a leak right off the side down to the 
the French below. Yeah. And then we, you know, zipped it up, looked around, no one was there, and we kept walking down. And it was like, wow, we peed off the top of the Eiffel Tower. I mean, huh. not the very, very top, but yeah. uh, yes, I, I mean, I, I can't say I'm proud of it. Uh, I, I'm i glad I was 18 when it happened because I think if I was any older, I'd feel... A jerk. <laughs> I feel a little weird about yeah. it. I mean, I still feel yeah. a little weird about it. Uh, but yeah, it did. It happened. So... 1997, if you happen to be strolling in, I don't know, June, late June, early July, and, and you felt some drops on a very clear night yeah. at the Eiffel Tower, sorry about it. <laughs> sorry about it. I feel like I haven't lived now because I haven't peed in public in, in France. Well. I wonder if Woods did when he went over there. He was wearing a beret. He, he was did whatever he wanted. Yeah. <laughs> he was wearing a beret. He whatever he wanted. Have you been... Uh, he met David Wallace. How cool is that? Yeah, that was really random. Um, we should have him back on and talk about it. Uh, are you, like, what are the things that you think you're going to do? Like, oh, it's a loaded question. As you enter into daddom, there's going to be a lot of, like, kind of, like, late nights. There's going to be um, a lot of times where, you know, Heidi's in, in between feedings in the middle of the night and the baby maybe doesn't go to sleep but not hungry but won't sleep and it's just like dad to the rescue and you got to get up and you got to go downstairs maybe and or you know out to the living room and a couch and just like chill you and the kid and and uh either try to sleep yourself which is dangerous if you got a kid resting on top of you or i would think either watch shows like game of thrones if you would never mm-hmm. watch game of thrones it would have been the perfect like i have a little infant sleeping on my chest what am i going to binge watch that sort of thing. So start lining up shows to binge watch. Yep. I think in the early days, there's going to be a lot of binge worthy time. We've already uh, started establishing that and we each have our own shows. Okay. I was going to say, you better not yeah. only have couple shows no. because you're going to need your alone time. Yeah. Yeah. We've been told that like you guys got to have your own shows because you probably aren't going to be watching TV together <laughs> for a while. Right. Well, cause it gets to this point where it's like, okay, it's seven 30, the baby's sleeping, you know, we have an opportunity now where we can ha- spend the next two and a half hours by ourselves, yeah. you know, occupying our time with whatever, or we can go to bed knowing <laughs> this kid's going to wake us up in, you know, a few hours. Yeah. And so you, you really, there is the potential for kind of a like life altering uh, timeline shift in those early days. But then, you know, it passes fast. You forget about it and the kids are amazing and wonderful and you're in heaven. So. Don't you yeah. don't you worry about those early days. They're going to be long and hard, but they're going to be quick, and you're going to forget them. Yeah. We're about three weeks out, too, right now. I know, dude. You're here. It's crunch time. I know. Crunch time. It's crazy. Um, do you, are you listening to any podcasts currently? Uh, as of right now, I have not had the time to listen to podcasts. Which you're going to find time, right? You're gonna yes, be, you know, I will find earphones, time. Earphones, yes. baby time. It's going to be a good, like... Um, I, you know that I love Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. Yeah, um, I also like that podcast. Yeah, so I just listened to the one with uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus, and it was so good, dude. Like, I just love listening to her be candid and talk. So anyway, put that one on your list. Okay, pretty good. Obviously, is a massive Seinfeld consumer. She did say she believes Seinfeld was bigger after than it was even during as big as it was during she thinks it actually grew in popularity after like there became like this reverence and legendary status i think so too just because of all the reruns i dude i still watch it almost every day yeah like if i just get a few minutes to plop down and and channel surf if i have 10 minutes and it's on that's what i'm watching it's similar to the office 
I feel like the office has gotten insanely bigger since it's been off the air. Well, it's funny. You watch Seinfeld and the things they get away with that wouldn't fly on TV now. It's like, oh, my gosh. But with The Office, I mean, that was only 10 years ago. Yeah. And never in a million years could you say some of the things that they do and say Yeah. now. I think we've had this conversation yeah. before about how, and I like, think I think that's why... Uh, PC culture now, it's just that stuff would not fly. Yeah, no. and I think that's what, like, Steve Carell has come out and said, too. Yes, like, he like, said, like, we, couldn't, we couldn't even make the show now. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. people keep, like, saying, like, you got to, like, reboot the show. You got to keep you keep like, going. It would be and he's so like, yeah. watered down. Yeah. He's it like, just, no, we, we can't. Work. You know, and that's, I mean, that's uh, a lot of, uh, it's a brand of humor, right? The shock factor. It's yeah. A, it's a brand of humor. And a lot of people, that's what they rely on. And if you pull that sort of shock element out of it, then it's just not nearly as funny. Um, so I have listened to two recently. I've never, uh, outside of Serial, you're familiar with Serial, obviously. I am, but... I could never listen to it because of how she talks. Like Because you don't like Sarah Koenig's voice? Okay, no one can hear you, and that's not how she talks. People can hear me. Hey, can you podcast. hear yourself? And I can't I, hear you. I can hear I'm you. a foot away from but you, I, and I can't hear you. you can't hear me. Maybe two feet. Yeah. All right, anyway, the, the point is that storytelling genre, right, that Sarah Koenig does where it's like there's an episode one, and it goes to ten, and there's a beginning, and there's an end, yeah. and there's a middle, and there's a plot, and there's a, you're telling a story, right? Yeah. And that has become a popular form of making podcasts, right? Especially with people that are like crime, you know, people that are criminally. I mean, think about all the TV shows and sitcoms that are popular. Crime podcasts are fascinated. Huge. Yeah. And so there's two that I recently listened to. Um, one of them's o- older in the sense, like, I think it's been out for at least over a year, maybe two, called Dirty John. Have you mm-hmm. ever heard of it? Yep. Have you listened to it? I haven't listened to it, no. Okay. So I finally listened to that one. I would recommend it. That one was done with a um, L.A. Times reporter with Wondery. Wondery is like a podcast company, and you know how you can tell, like how they're insanely well produced. They, the music, the ins and the outs, and the editing, and the, I mean, you know, just next yeah, level. Just podcast. like ours, right? Yeah, just yeah. like ours. Yeah, uh, not just an intro and an outro, yeah. but an intro and outro for like every, you know, sentence. Yeah, um, with background music the whole time. That doesn't include you chomping yeah. on, you know, gum or yeah. or drinking beer and slurring words. As the guy sat at Alesmith, Rick slowly <laughs> reached for the glass to drink. He lifted it. <laughs> he drinked. Drinked? Can he drinked. <laughs> Can we talk about when my instinct as a background was immediately go to in too deep back to the hotel? That's what I just was doing. <laughs> that's back to the hotel which i'm sure is a rip from someone else probably that i yeah. can't think of right now yeah. but what a weird place to go in my background music <laughs> so dumb. hey you're gonna go to downtown throwdown at petco park i, I seem like it seems like you would like that show okay um it's a movie uh it's a it's a concert it a dog at, day at petco park. At the park no Downtown Throwdown? Downtown Throwdown. Oh, everybody fights. Vanilla Ice is going to be there. Oh, really? I don't Color know Me about Bad. This. Color Me Bad? Yeah, Young MC. Coolio. TikTok, get em. Stop, stop to the oh, TikTok, get em. Whole crew's going to be there. That does sound like something I'm into. So it's yeah. basically like an early 90s concert? It is. Oh, that sounds cool. I think I actually do remember seeing a billboard or something for that. I'll make sure to uh, offer oh, you tickets. After the show's already started? Yeah, yeah. yeah perfect. Thanks. Yeah. Um, okay, one last one though. Besides on the podcast, I, I know we're jumping around. 
Dude, the shrink next door. Have you heard of this? I thought it was the Shrek next door. <laughs> I didn't write that. You <laughs> read it that way, you weirdo. Um, yeah. Shrink next door. It's, I, I haven't even heard of that one. So this is, I think it was one. It doesn't sound well. like a real podcast, I'm going to be honest. The shrink next door? Yeah, yeah. yeah. doesn't sound <laughs> real. It's this guy who for 30 years was going to the shrink who basically took over his entire life. And I don't want to give too much of it away, but it's it's a story about basically putting your trust in the wrong psychiatrist and then letting him integrate himself into every facet of your life. And it happened for over the course of 30 years until this New York Times reporter moved in next door to the guy who had been taken advantage of and they started talking and then he started digging into the story and it took him years to kind of compile this thing. But the guy, the shrink, is still practicing in New York and you got to listen to it, dude. It's huh. like... It's just a crazy, fascinating kind of like social experiment about trust and about, I, I don't know. It's uh, If any of you guys that are listening have listened to it, hit me up on Twitter at Lobshots because I want to talk to, I get, I, I don't know anybody, yeah. I don't know a single person who's, li- one person, I know one person who's listened to it and they're not even okay. done yet. So, so the close. Shrek next door. Oh my gosh. Download it, listen to it, and then talk to Brady. I just think it's, oh, maybe it's is it Panoply or Wondery. I don't remember. Anyway, one of those things. Pretty good. Wonder he does some great podcasts. Yeah. Do we think we can get them to sponsor ours and make it good? Sure. Make why not? people like us. Yeah. Let's do it. People like us. Might need to do more than once a month for yeah, a podcast. That's though. fine. Well, that's, I mean, honestly, for being yeah. the reason we have decided on multiple occasions to not take sponsorship offers is because this is a hobby for us. Yeah. And if we have to do it on a schedule every week and this, this, and say like then we're locked into it and locked down to it and like we don't use this as a source of income yeah. we use it as a source of awesome yeah cuz so like the man holding us back yeah yeah that's why we you know get paid in uh, beers with yeah. thunderhawk shout out to John and Bill and we don't get anything really from uh Alesmith but that's just cuz it's a we nice also place haven't to show asked. up we haven't asked <laughs> we just show up go upstairs yeah. and we buy make, our beers make ourselves at home with Dungeons and Dragons in the background. uh, There's always somebody like like playing games and stuff. Except for when the Marines were here. Oh, when the Marines, Giving out awards. Yeah. Hoorah. Yeah. Is that Marines? It is. Uh, You got anything else you want to shout about, big guy? Uh, Oh. Talk to me. Talk to me, Did you see the the tweets from Wayne about Padre's social hour? Are we doing this? Let's talk about it. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Are we allowed to, to do this? I don't know. I think we might. I'm might serious. To, Are we going to get in trouble? I have to touch on this a little bit here. All right. Well, what do you want to talk about? I'm, I, don't, I, don't know what you, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So uh, it was four years ago when Padres and Pints had Jesse on. The show. Agler. Yep. Jesse Agler. And a bunch of the Padres social hour people were there. And yeah. Caesar tweeted out, said, we got to get Padres and Pints to come out of retirement. And I said, what about getting Padres social out of retirement, too? Mm. And then Wayne responds with, hmm. Mr. Wayne Partello. Interesting. Very, very cryptic there, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then... The dominoes slowly started to fall. Jesse started to post on his Instagram story, a little little survey. Oh, he did it on Twitter, too. He did a poll. Okay. He did it on Twitter, too. Yeah. 
and there was a lot of uh, a lot of rumors flying around about Social Hour coming back. Interesting. I don't know what what do you know about it as as a former Social Hour host. Mm-hmm. What do you know? Are you holding out on me? Are you leaving <laughs> the podcast the, to rejoin Social Hour? I can neither confirm nor deny uh, any rumors of uh, Padres Social Hour reunion or resurrection in any, Whoa. Uh, in any form. Whoa. Yeah. Are they going to have like a, like a ceremony? You guys going to throw out the first pitch? Get blooper back. <laughs> miss me some blooper. I, I I love Seth. I do miss him. Yeah. I'm happy for Janella. Uh, the second time Janella got a name drop on this pod. Um, I'm happy that he is you know working for the Mets. It's got to be like yeah. a childhood dream. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm happy for him, but he yeah. still has horrible taste when it comes to food. Yeah. Kid likes ketchup. Yeah. Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> likes ketchup. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Uh, uh, yeah. So social hour, man. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I. Um, I, I certainly oh. hope if something were to happen that I yeah. would be included. That would be really special. Yeah. So we'll see. What about me? I co-hosted one time. Do I get to be included in that? Mm. Uh. I don't think just sitting on a couch once qualifies you as a co-host. Uh, actually, Guest? I was a co-host for the entire show, and it was during the trade deadline. Hmm. And that has... Back in Twenty Ot, ten. fifteen. <laughs> I don't know. I remember what year with Jesse. Yeah, it was with Jesse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, then I, I hope you're. Thanks, thanks for watching that episode, by the way, and remembering I remember that you I was sitting on, there. Yeah, I just yeah. felt like you were more of a guest than a co-host. I was a guest multiple times, and I was a co-host once. Okay. So yeah. Are you? Are you? Um, are you trying to like you're, one up me right now and big like, league me? I feel oh. like you're trying to flex on me. You're like, hmm, I, <laughs> I'm definitely not trying to flex I on don't, you. I don't know. I don't know. I I'm not at all yeah. trying to do that. I I um I loved your contributions yeah. to Social Hour. Yeah, it did. There's a lot of a lot of contributions. I hope that you were yeah. a part of um any sort of reunion or resurrection that happens. I hope that you were a part of it, Rick. Thanks. I appreciate that. I really do. Yeah. Being serious. Yeah. We'll see. We'll, we'll see, see you guys. I don't know. Never know. It could be fun. Yeah. Teasers galore. Teasers galore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. Is there anything else you got? That's about it. Well, maybe our next episode is going to be titled Recapping My Something That Happened with, with Padre's Social Hour. <laughs> 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 recapping yeah the childbirth and it's going to be a yeah. video it's going to be a video podcast yeah facebook live yeah We're facebook live facebook the, live uh, it. The, the the birthing room yeah yeah I, that's a good way to uh hey the baby's due on the 19th 19 tony gwen i mean it's destined for greatness i hope that um you know what's cool is that regardless of if I mean, it's very rare that babies are due on their actual due date, or that they are born on their due date. Yeah, and maybe not very rare. That's me just pulling. No, it is rare. I'm yeah. a, I'm not a numbers guy. Yeah, <laughs> intangibles guy, and it's cool that you'll always be able to say, regardless of the birth date, your due date was the 19th. Yeah. That would be cool to be yeah. both of the 19th, but I think it's a nice to have that in your back pocket, regardless. Hey, I already know uh, the signs of when 
a kid needs to go to the bathroom, okay. and uh, because I see it every week with you, <laughs> we're at that point I right now. Don't like to go. I'm you just, don't? No, I'm just oh. I'm just getting yeah. fidgety. Okay. I actually don't. Okay. So yeah. when we're done recording yeah. uh, in two seconds, I'm not going to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I'm going to help you pick okay. up these freaking mics. Okay. We'll see. Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, next time we meet, Rick might be a daddy, and there may be uh, some sort of social hour or something in the works, which is you know falls much much lower on the important scale of Rick's fatherhood. So, congratulations, buddy. Thank you. And I'm sure I speak for all listeners when I say that you are going to be a great father. Thank you. We're out. Peace.